Well, welcome to the next in our series of podcasts from Under Hadley. And I'm joined today by Lorraine Walker, um, who is uh, a solicitor um, at the firm uh, and a dispute resolution expert. Uh, and of course, that's what this podcast is all about. So disputes and disagreements are pretty much a, a fact of life. And, and that's especially so when it comes to uh, complex business arrangements where there's always plenty of room for differences in interpretation and misunderstandings, potentially hard headiness, errors, sometimes incompetence and, of course, uh, bad faith. Um, so what are the options open to you when things go wrong in business and, and how can you seek recourse in a way that minimises costs and risks to your business? Um, so, Lorraine, thanks for joining me. Hello, thank you. So what kind of disputes do you deal with most often in business? And, and are there any trends that you've noticed as society um, has kind of opened up from, from the lockdowns and we've got back to business? We deal with a lot of disputes at Manda Hadley, um, both commercial and private disputes. And they can cover a whole range of, well, absolutely anything that you can possibly imagine. Somebody is always going to have a dispute about it. In terms of business and certainly in terms of lockdown, I think a lot of people are still, I would say the word recover, but be because of their staff still having COVID or if they're just bringing staff gradually back to the office. And there's a lot of contract disputes and performance of that contract. And also, there's also a lot of debt recovery out there. And that's another area because businesses have suffered. So bearing that in mind can you kind of talk me through some of the more common avenues for dispute resolution that businesses might want to use in different circumstances yeah there's a heading called um alternative dispute resolution and under that there are lots of ways that a business can can look to try and resolve a dispute before it actually goes to court and the court has to decide so the first thing is direct negotiation if you're having difficulties or you think you've got a dispute pending then we always say it's just best to speak to the other person and, and see if you can resolve matters um, early at the outset. You can go to mediation and mediation is where a neutral third party is instructed jointly by both of the parties. And it's a process that you drive yourself. And so parties are able to reach compromise, which suits them. Um, OK, it's got to be agreed. But generally, if, if both parties are willing to work things out, that a mediation is, is a good if it's a contractual dispute, then we would suggest that you first of all look in your contract. And that's because there may be a method of resolution within that. It could be an arbitration or where a professional organisation dictates such a clause should be in your contract. Arbitration considers the evidence and reaches a decision by which both parties are backed. And an arbitrator is often an expert in your field and so parties can agree on who should be appointed in the role and have a degree of flexibility as to how the arbitration shall run. Another possibility is early neutral evaluation. And this is an independent and impartial evaluation, which gives parties an assessment of the merits of their case. So it won't ever make a final decision for you, but it will allow you to see the strengths and weaknesses and what could be if you were to progress or even issue proceedings if you've already issued them, um, what the decision at trial could be. So it, it's a useful tool because if you accept the decision of the evaluation, you could think, right, I'm going to settle and that will encourage checking. 
What, what are the costs and benefits of these different approaches? There are lots of, of costs and benefits advantages to going to mediation. One of them is it's less confrontational. And we often find that a business relationship can be strengthened rather than um, worsened because of the dispute. Both parties see how each other reacts and how they deal with it, and often they will continue to do business. Parties, when managing the mediation route themselves, can achieve an outcome that a court often can't achieve. And so providing agreement, parties can have in control and really obtain a result that is fairer and that both of them are are happy with rather than one is dictated by law. Another thing that companies um, or businesses involved in, in litigation should be aware of that if they were to issue court proceedings, there's got to be a full transparency of the process and their decision making against a confidential process that mediation is. And that may encourage them where, where they don't want to reveal those to go to mediation just because they can keep a, a degree of um of, of secrecy around, around their reasoning. Mediation or alternative dispute resolution is often quicker. So because it can be done in a less in a in a quicker time, it's it's not as expensive and costs are somewhat reduced to if you were to proceed to trial. Mediation can be expensive for the day, but you, you when you put it into the perspective of having um, litigation throughout trial, it's a small cost compared to the others. Yeah. So just picking up on that issue of costs, um, how do the courts assess the costs and what can businesses do to reduce the chances of having a costs order against them? The general rule in litigation is that an unsuccessful party will pay the cost of the successful party. There is always a discretion with the court that they could make a different order. So generally... When a party comes to us with a dispute, we will look at them and, and, and ask whether they followed the pre-action protocols. And that means, has your conduct been reasonable? And was it reasonable for an allegation or an issue to be raised, pursued or contested? Because if it wasn't considered reasonable, then your conduct will have a cloud over it and the courts may make a discretionary order when thinking of costs. The courts will also look at whether you've been successful in your claim and have you succeeded on part of it, even if you haven't um, been successful with all of it. Has any part of a claim been exaggerated? Again, that, that's pretty self-explanatory and we always hope not, but the, the courts or the other the courts will look at that and certainly the other side will try and argue that. And, and then going through litigation is settlement and both parties have an obligation on them to try and resolve matters and put the court will look at whether a party has made an offer to settle. And if it is an offer to settle, provided it doesn't, it's not an offer that's got a cost consequence under CPR Part 36, and the courts will look at um, what offers have been made with a view to trying to keep the matter. So what do businesses and business owners need to take into account when they're looking to resolve a dispute? First of all, we need to look at what they want to achieve. If they want to resolve the dispute and, and um, have a business relationship, then that takes a very different view as, as to um, if they just want their money back and just want to move on. But we always try and encourage, um, you, know, you know, to try and restore them to a position and equally maintain the business relationship. We would also 
ask whether a dispute is time limited. Some disputes are, and certainly there may be contract um, time restrictions which need to be considered. We would also say to them, who's the right person in your business to deal with the dispute on the other side? Because if you do proceed to court, your conduct is going to be put into scrutiny. So if you don't have a business relationship with the other side, but somebody in your office does, then we would suggest that that person may be the best one in your business, although they may not be the CEO or, or, or the director. Um, so that's, that's a really important point. And just costs escalate really quickly. So it is just best to try and resolve matters. And whilst everything can't always be resolved, we just encourage par parties to try. So what strategies might be appropriate where a business, for example, wants to minimise damage to commercial relationships? There are many risks in litigation. And so we would always say, go back to basics and have a full review of the contract that you've got and take into account any records of discussions. If you've got them, if they're verbal, do you make notes after your, your meetings or have you got email exchanges that if your contract isn't clear, then it will, it will give you some indication as to what the contractual terms were. Is there an agreed dispute resolution process within the contract? If there is, then always use that. Don't go in with your guns blazed, and it's far better to try and resolve matters um, when you're on speaking terms with the other party than when you've gone in, shouted at them, and, and both parties have you know, got their backs up. So it's always best to go in and you can speak to them on an informed and knowledgeable basis. If you can't get any satisfaction after speaking to them, then you can look to escalate matters. And that could be either escalating it within the country yourself and speaking to somebody in a more senior position or instructing in solicitors or, or seeking some legal advice. And then we always say the other side may wish to salvage the relationship. Whilst you may not want to, talking to them may have the result that the relationship can be salvaged. So it's just better to go back to basics and just try and work it out from there before before you start an argument that potentially progress. So at what point, realistically, then, should a business seek advice from you? There isn't a fixed point, And really, it depends on a case, case basis. We have businesses that come to us at the first sign of dispute, and they ask for advice on the contract in order to obtain an understanding of whether there's a dispute, and if so, what the actual dispute is in legal terms. Often within the contract, the remedies that can be sought will be set out and that will help them to determine what their next steps are. Other companies or businesses will come in when they've tried to engage. You might talk to started, but they're not progressing. Or more often when you're refusing to talk to your other side or the other side are refusing to talk to you and communication is closed down. Um, that's possibly because things haven't been gone about in the best way and <laughs> the situation has got worse. Also, there are cases where just resolution isn't possible and court intervention is necessary. We will see when somebody comes to us on that basis, if, if, if there is an avenue for resolution. Our job is to resolve disputes, um, certainly not make them worse. And we always say that proceedings should be considered to be a last resort. And do you think you can assist when it's the early stages of a dispute? Yeah, most definitely. Often when we have clients come to us, we say to them, oh, we wish you'd come to us previously. And, and you know, very often clients will say that I wish I'd come to you before. We can advise a client and help them and help set out a dispute. 
which will enable our client to understand the strengths and weaknesses of its case. We can provide advice on the parameters of settlement and what they could hope to achieve. We could advise them on the next steps or the actions that they can take or that they should be taking. We can help a client ensure that they conduct itself in a manner that the court will find acceptable should proceedings be necessary and ensure that they comply with pre-action protocols. And we can, if they feel that they want us to become involved at an early stage, but take the matters into their own hands, we can, we can notify the other side of the dispute and encourage ADR to take part at an early stage. So, yeah, a solicitor can do a lot at an early stage of a dispute. Okay, well, that's been really interesting, Lorraine. Thanks thanks very much for some great advice there. Um, of course, anybody listening to this podcast, if you want to find out more about Manda Hadley and our dispute resolution services, just visit the website at mandahadley.co.uk. Uh, and the details of how to contact Lorraine are also on the website and they'll accompany the notes with this podcast. Thanks very much, Lorraine. Thank you. Bye-bye.